0: You know him as the former lead singer of Journey. He's got an album out right now, Seven Ways Until Sunday, and the new single, Never Far From Home. Steve Argery, what's up, buddy? Hello,
1: Steve. Good morning, sir.
0: Well, hello,
2: Torg and Elliot, but before we go any further... Yes to Hot-Blooded, correct? Uh, yes, yes. On hold. On hold. Oh, not in your station. Okay. Yes. Let well, me think of my, my dear friend, um, my guys in foreign, of course, and the legendary voice of... Go ahead. Oh, Lou Graham? Lou Graham, of course. I right. wasn't sure if you were friends with Lou or Kelly. Oh, well. I've you
1: got to be careful there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I had the pleasure of meeting and, and seeing Kelly, and he's absolutely wonderful, and he's an incredible singer. So I'll get that out of the way. But Lou, uh, you know, is a dear friend of mine, and I still have the opportunity to work with him now and then. But when, as we were children, no, my, my, when I had children, young children, we used to sing to Dirty White Boy. We would sing 30-Watt Bulb. 30-Watt Bulb! <laughs> yeah, 30-Watt Bulb. And then Jukebox Hero became Juicebox Hero. Juicebox <laughs> Hero. To Lou. Hey, are we gonna do juice box here <laughs> Hey, you know what, Steve? This is you
0: you kinda you kinda brought some up. Okay, so we did last week we were talking about uh the best debut album from a band and we took calls from listeners and it was Boston to Led Zeppelin to the Cars and Foreigner. Uh what do you if we were to ask you who do you think had the best debut album in rock?
2: First of all, only because I still have Farner on the brain, that was a pretty remarkable one. It record. was. Yeah, it was big. Like where did that come from and uh Oh, my God. I think uh, we we used to cover, um, it's a Monday, a day like... Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blue Monday? Yeah, yeah. Yep, Blue yeah Blue Monday. Yeah. Thank God for you, Jerry. Me correct, and Steve but... would have been thinking till next week.
2: Jesus, <laughs> uh, my memory used to be a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I don't know. That's a great question. I could tell you what my favorite Who record is. It's the Quadrophenia record.
1: Quadrophenia, yeah.
2: I have recently bought the entire Led Zeppelin collection again on on CD. I can't pick a favorite. I don't know what to do.
0: It's a good debate, isn't it? I I mean, a lot of people say Led Zeppelin 4. I like Led Zeppelin 2. Can I say something? Sure.
2: every Every member of your audience will agree. I think your adolescence, when you're coming of age... Whatever records are popular, then I don't care what band it is. For some reason, <laughs> you're having a ch- your life, your, your coming of age, your coming of adolescence age. Those records stick with you more than any other record. So one of them for me was Houses of the Holy. Okay, and of course, for a reason, you know, I was just becoming aware of you know the opposite sex or sex in general, and just I don't know that had some crazy thing to do with it. So uh, that's my input.
1: Uh, he is uh, Steve O'Jerry, and uh, the new album, Seven Ways Until Sunday, the single Never Far From Home. I see you're going to be part of the Party Gras tour out this summer. You mentioned Lou Graham. Had you worked with, are you friends with, uh, Brett Michaels?
2: Brett and I have done a handful of shows here and there uh-huh. and throughout the years, and we've developed a relationship and a respect for one another. And I have to tell you, I don't know if there's there are not many better performers than Brett Michaels the man will go out on stage and he will have you in the palm of his hand and you'll be thankful for it and if you've paid for the show he's giving you every penny's worth and then and then some
1: so when That's you remarkable. when you when you do a tour like that, Steve, with uh, a Bret Michaels, and you do your new album, are you, do you, or I should, should say, are you even able, do you do Journey hits still? Because, I mean, lead singer, Eight Years Journey, that was big. Are you still able to perform those songs in concert?
2: Yes, of course. And in fact, Beautiful. With, uh, with the Party Gras tour, with of course, it's Bretting, alongside Mark McGrath, okay. of Sugar Ray, and, and Night Ranger, and Jefferson Starship, I'll be doing only Journey songs, only the biggest hits with them, unless by some great miracle, one of these songs gets traction and it becomes a smash hit, which is highly unlikely. However, it's very likely you're going to love the songs on my new record. But unless... (laughs) But you'll be hearing, of course, the biggest Journey hits that you could possibly imagine.
0: Ah, oh, great. Hey, Steve, now we all know uh, Journey, but what was your big break? Tell us how you were kind of, like, found.
2: When Journey was on hiatus and the band Bad English was...
0: Uh, oh, John Waite, right? Yeah. yeah. John Fronting, which
2: was an amazing band, and I'm such a big, crazy John Waite fan and Babies fan. We were label mates, and I think Neil... Sean heard a song by Toll Stories, which was on the, on the Epic label, and he pulled over the car, and he said, well, I don't remember. when did we record this? He was scratching his head. This is how he says he tells a story. He says, I don't remember recording this. Long story, <laughs> a very long story, short. Finds out that we were actually label mates, and, and he became aware of the band Toll Stories. Late, years later, when they were looking to sure. fill a very huge void, they gave me a call. Every wow. Time.
0: So, that did is you, awesome.
1: Was there a ton of pressure when you started that gig, those first couple of years, or did you just slip right into it?
2: Of course, it was incredibly daunting. However, the one thing, one saving grace was, I had a great vocal coach at the time, Mark Baxter from New England. And Mark, you just said, listen, you're only going to succeed if you could just sing like yourself and be yourself. That's the only way anybody will ever accept you, if you're genuine. That little a bit of information as well as we kind of eased ourselves into fifteen hundred seat theaters throughout the country and for the eight years we built it up to fifteen thousand to seventy thousand festivals. So it, it took a lot of time. The fans were gracious and they were truly you know, without them it could have never happened. Oh, good. And And it wasn't 100% across the board, because frankly, if you came to me and said, hey, are you going to replace Robert Plant in Led Zeppelin? (laughs) I mean, take any wonderful, all your greatest favorite bands and try to replace their lead vocals. Right. Just impossible. Kudos to, you know, whoever was able to do that. First, of, I think of Mr. Sammy Hager, of course. Boy, he did it. Right. He did it, and he ripped the, you know, the, the leather off the ball, didn't he? he? That was a grand slam that he did it. But, you know, I had a beautiful run with them. I love those guys. I love their music. And it was a great stepping stone to get to today, where I finally released a solo album called Seven Ways Till Sunday.
0: Did you have and- to then... After, like, get new management, find bandmates, you're dealing with COVID. I mean, it must have been a long way to get to this point. You know, it wasn't easy, but,
2: of course, it was very easy because I had just walked away from Journey. Now, granted, I left because I, because I had vocal problems. So, for the first year, I had to heal my voice, and thank God that happened. Yeah. And then from there, it opened more doors than it closed, let's put it that
0: Got way. Yeah, okay.
2: Imagine, I, I, was, I was, how fortunate can it be that I could always say, well, I used to sing for one of the greatest premier rock and roll bands, <laughs> American rock and roll bands there ever will be, ever was or, or ever will be. So thankful for that.
0: Well, Seven Ways to Sunday is the album and the single Never Far From Home. We are listening to uh, yep. But before the interview. We're listening, man. You sound great, man. Uh, thanks for coming on with us, Steve. We appreciate it.
2: Hey, just a real quick, Nation. That's co-written with Jonathan Kane of Journey. And and if you're a Journey fan, there's also another co-write called Desert Moon with Neil Sean. So I hope you guys enjoy the record. I appreciate you guys
0: having me on. I I truly do. All right. Thank you, Steve. Steve. Good luck and God bless. Thank you, guys.